Yo, what up, Street Dogs? Eric Kim. All right, uh, the Turbo Thought. So essentially, the Turbo Thought is uh, how to become more ambitious. So I think life is all about ambition, desiring more. Like I even had a funny thought, like on blogs, right? The the default thing is read more, and then if you just kind of condense that, that's more. Um, we want more influence. We want more money. We want more you know, kids, whatever have you. More cars, more Lambos. <laughs> um, more superchargers and so my thought is um first and foremost that we we need to kind of unlearn this notion that selfish is evil so much of christian judeo morality is about the idea that it's a it's a zero something right like where any amount of energy you devote to yourself in your own self-cultivation you are positively robbing away from somebody else now we know this is uh, not true is what benefits you could also benefit others and especially with the internet um the pie is infinite and ever growing but alas you know it's, it's funny because even um my friends who are uh, not religious who grew up you know caucasian in america without religion they still do feel this notion of guilt and they're not quite sure where it comes from because you know like catholic guilt or you know, Judeo-Christian guilt of uh, being selfish is evil. The, the ultimate punishment is <laughs> is uh, going to hell, right? But um, but you know, assuming you're not religious or whatever, then you know what is the the downside? But um, so then maybe it's fear of uh, just uh, social uh, stigma or self stigma, social st um, castration from others. And a lot of it too is that, ironically, even though you know people are like, oh, you know, Americans are so selfish, blah blah, we kind of really aren't. It's usually whenever we buy something, it's it's always for the sake of somebody else, and so there's no true selfishness in America, which is my opinion, or maybe uh, anywhere in the world. I mean, if you think about it, the ultimate selfish people are the philosophers of the past, right? Didn't have no kids, uh, maybe military commanders. Um, and uh and also entrepreneurs like even if you think about steve jobs he had a bunch of kids but you know reading walter isaacson's biography you kind of get the sense that he focused maybe 90 percent of his efforts on entrepreneurial activities and only 10 percent on his kids um even elon musk i mean i don't know how he is as a dad um but i remember he had a tweet in the past it's like what is the minimum amount of time you could spend with the kids and stuff like that and so, you know, um, and you know, even me becoming a, a new parent, you know, with um, baby Seneca, now big boy Seneca. Um, I mean, the, the, the general thought I have is what is good for me is also what's good for him. So uh, it, eventually the, the kid ended up becoming like the parent. Like I find going to the park extremely boring. So I just take him around the city instead and he's actually learned to love it. He loves the bus and stuff like that. And so I would actually say in order to become more ambitious, become more selfish. I think, you know, and also if you think about it, if let's say, you know, changing the world or altruism is your end goal, being selfish is actually a good thing because whether we like to admit it or not, um, whenever you help somebody else who is less fortunate than you, there's actually a certain ego boost which comes with it. And I don't think this is a bad thing or it's not an evil thing. 
Um, and that's actually why a lot of uh, moral philosophers of the past, like, um, what's his name? Uh, the French guy. Uh, La Rofushikald, Ro I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but essentially pity is a vice. A lot of Romans thought this too, because when you pity somebody, you actually see them as below you. Um, even in Vietnamese, I learned that um, Cindy really doesn't like the, the phrase Tonyep, which is like, oh, you poor suffering thing. And so I find it very um, disrespectful because if I was in a pitiable scenario, I wouldn't want other people to pity me. Certainly, I would want maybe some sort of help, like, you know, teach a man how to fish, right? Like if I was in super dire circumstances, um, having some sort of small support from the government or others is good, but too much is bad. Even um, when I first got made uh, redundant from my my first job out of college, uh, I think I collected like maybe two unemployment checks or something like that. But beyond that, I was just like, I didn't want any more. Um, and even, uh, even more recently during the, you know, the COVID thing, right? Getting free money from the government. I mean, yeah, sure. It was, it was awesome. Right. But I didn't really feel so good about it because I'm just like, I didn't do anything for this. Um, and, but anyways, so I think, um, and also I think it's Nietzsche who came up with this notion that when you do share with other people altruism, it's kind of more about your overwhelming super abundance that it overflows within you that when you're helping other people, it's not because you want to quote quote help other people, but you're just so uber abundant and plentiful in your resources that you share as a consequence of your uber abundance rather than out of need. Um, even Publius Cyrus, the um, uh, past philosopher said, do not water the garden of others when your own garden is parched, which effectively means um, first focus on strengthening yourself. And then once you become a Titan, then focus on helping others. So even, I think it was like what Rockefeller or even Carnegie, the, the strategy of first getting super duper rich and then helping society Honestly, it seemed like a pretty good strategy, right? Like, because at Carnegie, there's still lots of great um, uh, public libraries out there. Um, and even though Bill Gates slash Bill Gates, Melinda Gates Foundation, it does seem a little bit weird or unsavory, the stuff they do. But I had two really uh, good um, uh, Latino girlfriends in uh, college. Uh, Carla and Luz, who both were Gates Millennium Scholars who went to UCLA for free, right? So, I mean, that alone, I think it's it's kind of worth it, regardless of uh, all the conspiracy theories behind Bill Gates, whatever. So, essentially, um, you know, see yourself as an entrepreneur. Uh, entrepreneur just means risk taker or somebody who likes to go on adventures, who doesn't like the status quo. Um, I think being an entrepreneur does not involve having to become a billionaire or make a bunch of money. You could be an entrepreneur without even wanting to make money. Um, even if you think about like Gandhi and Mother Teresa, in some ways they are kind of entrepreneurs in terms of uh, humanitarian aid and helping other people. Um, and even as a photographer, a simple 
A simple way you could become more entrepreneurial and risk-taking is via negativa, like Nassim Taleb says, through what you decide not to do or what you decide to delete or prune. So one of the proudest things I am as a photographer in my photo life is in around 2017 deleting my Instagram. Uh, shout out to Kanye West for inspiring me. And so often in life, deciding what to do or what not to do or what to renounce or what to resist is actually the the biggest thing of courage you could do like even rosa parks refusing to stand up in the bus that negative act she did was the most moving thing she did for civil rights movement uh similarly speaking um you know my if you just <laughs> it's funny as i know where it is like my hundred lessons from the masters of street photography i got offered a, a book contract but because i cared so much about the open source contract uh concept um, I rejected the offer to get it published in order for it to be open source. And I'm very glad that I made that decision. And so it does seem that go opposite is a good strategy. So for example, when everyone's super gaga about Instagram, not having an Instagram is a better flex. Um, when people care about certain X, Y, and Z, like, it's funny. Cause like now everyone has a Tesla. I mean, I love Elon Musk. I love Tesla. I love the whole concept. I'm like, maybe it's like a better flex now to have a gasoline car. But then again, that's also so basic because, you know, everyone's going out and buying G-Wagons, um, AMGs, or, uh, you know, buying Range Rovers, whatever. Even that feels a little bit basic. So um, <laughs> it seems the ultimate flex is not having a car, even if you could afford it. Just Uber everywhere and use that money on um, getting a Costco membership, go to the Costco business center, and uh, buying yourself a bunch of... Uh, you know, beef short ribs, beef ribs, beef belly, I don't know if they have beef belly, beef brisket, whatever have you. Uh, even nowadays, like, <laughs> it's funny because like nowadays if you're like intelligent or you're part of like, you know, kind of more woke or whatever, you're almost like not allowed to like meat like to you almost kind of assume everyone else is like either vegetarian pescatarian vegan or like you know only eat meat once a week type of thing you're not allowed to be like an open uh, carnivore like i am um so even now when everyone's becoming all vegan i'm like man if one day i opened up a restaurant i just want it to be just like a pure carnivore restaurant right like you just you just go go to the air kim meat check and you just only order brisket uh and the way i'll be different is there are no carbs no bread no fillers, no rice, only meat. And uh, the only sauce would be sugarless, you know, some sort of chili hot sauce kind of thing. But anyways, so yeah, I think ambition's good. I think, um, you know, not wanting to be at home, preferring to be out and about in the world. Even uh, Seneca now, he hates staying at the house. He always walks to his shoes, picks up the shoe, goes, eh, eh, and then tries to get me to put on his shoes to go out and even grabs and picks up my shoes and it's like hey, hey, trying to get me to go out so the more time you can spend connected to real reality embodied reality um, the better um, in order to become more ambitious set yourself audaciously huge goals like even my, one of my goals in life is i would like before i die to deadlift 700 pounds and maybe squat 600 pounds you know, certainly without steroids or any weird stuff. Like, one of the proudest moments I've had in my life thus far is when I deadlifted 700, uh, 475 pounds, uh, sumo deadlift, uh, mixed grip, uh, with only chalk. I've never used a stupid weightlifting belt or straps. Um, 
And uh, yeah, and also doing it fasted, no breakfast, no lunch. I've been just doing one massive meat meal a day for like the last seven years. No supplements. I've, I stopped eating protein powder 10 years ago. No creatine, no, just, just black coffee. No sugar, no cream, no weird milk substitutes, whatever. And so even seeing what your physical, you know, body abilities might be in the past, in the future might be a good one. So to be ambitious is to just try to fulfill some sort of personal curiosity about your bodies, your, um, your abilities and so forth. Um, also, um, generally a good thing is, you know, sun exposure, be out in the sun as much as possible. Um, you know, even a lot of uh, what Nietzsche says, a lot of the German philosophers, maybe a lot of their philosophizing was just a cold weather complaint, <laughs> right? So you live in somewhere nice like San Diego or North Park. I'm currently just house seating for a friend right now. It's quite nice. Um, focus on your sleep. Try to sleep 8 to 12 hours a night. Um, restrict your coffee consumption after a certain time. Uh, stop focusing so much on being productive. Um, get the right tools. I'm recording this on the iPad Pro. Um, it has the ultra wide camera setting, which actually makes it for a very good vlogging device. Uh, get a new MacBook Air. The new M series processors look uh, good. And actually, in order to become more pro um, productive and stuff, I would actually say don't get an iPhone or don't get an iPhone Pro. Even I, I tried experimenting with it. Ultimately, I just settled on iPhone SE, which I don't really love either. But it seems to be like, I mean, it's like, why are phones so expensive nowadays? I, all I need is the phone to GPS to make FaceTime calls, and that's pretty much it. So I'm pretty happy with iPhone SE in that regard. Um, get an iPad Pro. Uh, you know, ideally, if your house has a fast Wi-Fi connection, start your own uh, email newsletter, self-hosted, sendy.co is what I prefer rather than using MailChimp, self-hosted website, bluehost.com, wordpress.org, uh, publish more, and what is the ultimate goal as a photographer, entrepreneur, whatever, I would say it's like become a stream, that a stream never stops streaming, it never stops flowing. And so even for me, metaphorically, I like the idea that I'll never stop streaming thoughts, streaming ideas, and just never stop publishing.